Welcome to Inside Iowa, heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. Back on the Inside Iowa show with us today with the Metro Waste Authority, Leslie Earl Beck. She's the Public Affairs Manager and Michael McCoy, Executive Director. Again, I say welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we had the 50-year anniversary discussion. What was that, early on in the year? Yeah, a couple months ago. So still exciting? Yeah, we're still, um, just about every month, we're either doing an activity with our customers, our cities, our vendors, our employees, and it's been a great way to tell our story, and ultimately, people kind of still struggle with that idea of who is Metro Waste Authority, and so it's been a good vehicle to get out and, and do some education about that. We do need to talk about some things, don't we? Because I think that we just take you all for granted. That's what I've decided. <laughs> well, good. We're, we're our community resource. We're here to help, and, and ultimately, we want people to have uh, safe, smart disposal options, and so we love opportunities like this. How long have you been with them again, Leslie? Uh, a little over seven years. And, and Michael? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. You guys seem like a great team. Well, thank you. I think we are. Like a, yeah. like a, like a passion for what you do, which makes a difference. I, yeah, I would say that. It is important stuff. Like you said earlier, I hope you do take us for granted in, a, in some way, that when you put your garbage or recycling out, that it just disappears and goes away, and you're happy uh, when you get home. That's yes, they're empty, right? And so you don't right. know where they went or but, anything. Yeah, but disappear. what happens after that? How many hands are on it? Right. You know, like as you said earlier, which um, we will talk about later, that, you know, it's not like it's just free in your own magic, you know, so people are working, people need to get paid, that kind of stuff. But Leslie, you had a, a good game plan with what you wanted to talk about. I mean, I know one thing that I hate about them is when they get stuck in my tree and we're talking those darn plastic bags. Absolutely. So um, we had a couple of really successful engaging campaigns during Earth Month, which is in April. Hard to believe it was already that long ago now. But what we really wanted to come in is, is to keep that lively discussion that was happening a couple months ago around um, plastic bags going and let people know that it's a year-round problem, although it was highly celebrated and acknowledged in April, and let people know uh, what they can do to help out and, and give them some tips to move forward. I think that's a great idea. Um, not everybody remembers, even if they have the recycled bags, to use them. Do you guys have like the, a little basket or something in your in your vehicle that reminds you to use the recycle bags? and Yeah, that's ask. the tough part, right? So we, we carry them. My wife and I have them in the back of our uh, car, and then uh, it's usually about halfway into the store, or once we get into the store, I say, oh, i got to go back <laughs> out. And so I'm, I'm going back out to get those bags. Yep. But that's the tough part, but you just consciously have to think about it, and we're giving those uh, you know, away in those some of these promos that we do. and uh, So you just need to start using them. And training yourself. I, I love the ones, especially that stand up on their own. And uh, and a, a lot of times the stores will give you a little discount if you yeah. have recycle bags. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you have like a fun contest or ideas? Yeah. So in April, we had our third annual plastic bag swap where we had 18 communities that were competing to see who could collect the most plastic bags. And in the three years that we've had this program going on, our communities have helped Metro Waste Authority collect 11,600 pounds of plastic bags. And so those are ultimately plastic bags that have been diverted from the landfill. And it's created a really great education because some people are surprised to find out that plastic bags don't belong in their recycling cart. And if you don't take them back to um, a retailer, like a grocery store or a Target, for example, where they can recycle them, a lot of times they end up as pollution or litter in our streams or our right. farm or fields our trees. or trees. Yeah. 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 So when they recycle them, though, they just use them again? One of the – yeah, do you want to explain? 
I mean, I was just curious, you know, like because I do know some grocery stores that, that will take them back, and what do they do with them? Yeah, so they uh, they'll bale those. It'll look like a hay bale or a square hay bale, hay bale, right? And then they'll send those to uh, companies that do use them in different ways. So the park bench we give out uh, each year in April is made of a uh, of uh, a lot of that plastic bags uh, are melted down and and uh, put back in as resin into those, and they'll make other things. Lumber. There's a lumber company. Uh, for decks and that type of thing that uh, put right. out a uh, product that uses plastic bags as right. well. So, Right. You know, going back to that number, we all know how light a plastic bag is, and you just said 6,576 pounds of them? Just in one month. Wow. And so the Michael talked about the uh, the, the the park benches and um, really so the idea was residents bring in a bag full of plastic bags they got a reusable plastic bag to hopefully start changing their behavior and building those um, those lessons that we talked about how we just have to do it um, and then we awarded two plastic park benches that are made out of reusable plastic um, to two communities. Um, the little city of Alleman collected the most plastic bags per capita. And then the city of Urbandale collected the most overall weight through a really neat engaging program that they were doing with their elementary schools for just one week. Um, with one week, their elementary schools were able to collect 2,250 pounds of plastic bags. That's very so, cool. Sometimes when we think, well, gosh, I'm just one person. What can I do? I think this is a really good story that really does show what people's impact is um, as one person coming together. I wanted to share with you, and we were talking about this earlier, so just real quick, but I just read a story today about this a place called East West Market. It's in Vancouver. And what they wanted to do to get people to use recycle bags is they started putting what they think are embarrassing things across <laughs> their, their plastic bags so that people would want, wouldn't want to carry them. Like one says something about the, uh, an adult emporium, you know what I mean? And something else is about a, a colon co-op, you know? And I thought they might need to get a little bit more embarrassing than that, but I thought it was a cute idea. That's clever. That might change, that might change my behavior, <laughs> carrying either one of them. <laughs> it, it might. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go on. No, Go on. We were talking about, I mean, Urbandale, that's good for them, yay? Yes. Yeah, yeah. very fun. Well, what was the, it was really fun this year. It is our third year, and it's doubled every year on how much we've collected. So people are listening. That's awesome. Right, right. And the cities are really getting involved. So it is a competition between cities, right? So uh, the Urbandale got second last year, and they just swore they were not going to get second this year. <laughs> and so the city halls are the ones that have the drop-offs. But this year they upped their game and said, let's, let's – uh, uh, bring in the elementary schools to help us. So they were the first ones that really utilized that and well played. They ended up getting first place. You do that once a year. How yeah. do the communities get involved or is everyone automatically involved? So um, we have a, a team of staff that reaches out to the communities and lets them know that Earth Month is coming and that Metro Waste Authority is going to be coordinating this uh, plastic bag challenge once again. They do voluntarily decide to participate and then we provide them the reusable bags to give to their residents that come in we um, provide a drop-off box at maybe their city hall their library and then we have staff that go around every week and collect the plastic bags um, so that they can get the plastic bags out of their city hall is that for a month they do that for, for the month, month. yeah oh and then we we weigh them and then we track that over uh, a spreadsheet over the month and figure out who wins that well, I'm way. gonna remember that for next year yes I, I, that's a very cool thing it's a very neat so people, east, 
each city puts those boxes in their front. So they're uh, uh, lobby and they're all participating. Uh, and now they want to participate, right? So I think in this case, Coca-Cola, uh, local Coca-Cola Atlantic uh, bottling gave us all the boxes uh, in the bags, right? Uh, like tall, skinny boxes. Yeah, with like, the yeah. with the plastic bags yeah. that usually cans go in, and, mm-hmm. and then we um, uh, took those all out uh, and put those in the location. So we haven't had any trouble getting them involved. You know, it makes you wonder just going back, and maybe you guys have the answer. You seem to have all the answers for me. <laughs> but, you know, we switched from plastic, from paper to plastic years ago for what reason? I'm just you know, I, I, I would <laughs> – I don't know exactly. Uh, some of it is cost uh, that I've heard. The cost of the plastic. There's bags. always a bottom line yeah, in there. Yeah. Right? Rules it's a rules. fraction to make those. It's also in storage. Uh, a lot of these folks will tell you the the grocery stores will tell you in storage of the same amount of plastic bags uh, would equal a warehouse of paper bags, right? So they right. they have to worry about that as well. And so now it's just a hard thing to get the behavior to change back because they are convenient as well. When you think about how much you can put in a plastic bag and just carry them with the them up on your arms, seven deep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, plastic bags bad. Yeah, well, it, it's it's a complicated story. It all it always is, unfortunately. But I think what's really challenging for people is that they themselves can be recycled through the right process. And so, if they take them back to a grocery store or a retailer, they often have those bins at the entrance of the store. They can be recycled because they're already separated. There's a there's a system, a place to take them. It's when people put them in their recycling carts at home that they are bad um, because they go again to a sorting facility where materials are separated and they gunk up the machines so that the materials can't be sorted properly. So they are recyclable, just not through the curbside recycling program. It's like what you said earlier then, that this is good, you're trying, but but this is better. Yes. Okay. We were talking about um, disposable water bottles, which was another campaign that we did in April as well. Um, the average American uses 156 plastic water bottles a year. And so although, you know, if you buy that plastic water bottle and you recycle that, that's certainly better than buying a recycled or I'm sorry, a plastic bottle and putting it in the right. landfill. But really right. the best system would be if we all used reusable bottles and cut down on the resources and, and energy that's required to ship and, and make that bottle in the first place. Right. So you think you're doing good trying to recycle the bag, but you need to recycle it the correct way, right? Okay. And the answer is not just putting it in the garbage as well. It's it's taking it to those grocery stores and having them do it the proper way. Because if you come out to the landfill, it looks like those plastic bags are our state bird, right? And, really? And they're just flying everywhere. We spend hours and hours cleaning those up every day, literally. Uh, several people cleaning just plastic bags around the property. And so both at the recycling facility, it, they'll shut down twice a day to, to fix those and get those out. And then at the landfill, it's costing us a lot. Do you still, and I think you've answered this for me before, but people still have to sort. It's like, like the machines can't take care of it all, right? People still have to use their hands. and I mean, I didn't see how you couldn't. Yeah, it, it's a it's a 
labor-intensive yet also a technology-driven system, and we can't really have one without the other. Right. There's still um, there's an important role that the equipment plays, but it can't be done without the people. And so um, that's why it really all starts with what people are putting in their recycling carts at home. And it's it's almost impossible to undo the bad habits once they're already in the cart. And so it's important that we have conversations like this to make people more aware of why it's important to put the right things in their cart to begin with. So now, can I ask you a quick question then about, you know how like sometimes they're used as garbage bags? What about that? Is that giving it a second life? Or does that still, if it ended up in a landfill, still mean a plastic bag could get broken and float around in the sky again? It could, but it's better than the just single use, correct? Um, uh, if you're not going to get it to the grocery store or that type of thing. But if you're, you know, if you're looking using it as a garbage bag, you're going to use something as a garbage bag. So if you're buying okay. the regular plastic bags for garbage bags, uh, it's an alternative use than to buying those additional plastic bags. So that's okay. And usually they're weighed down. And we can get them buried right, right away. Right. So it's still it's, it's smarter than just throwing it away in a garbage by itself. So we can. Correct. Okay, so yeah. what else was on your mind as we start to wrap up, Leslie? I know we have a lot of things to talk about um, uh, with costs. Um, we, Gosh, we sat here and thought about all these different shows <laughs> we could have. There's a lot of layers to the recycling program. You know, one of the reasons that we were emphasizing the ditch disposable in April was because not only are there these challenging components to plastic bags, they're so prevalent, um, but we live in a society where everything is a matter of convenience. You've got disposable containers that you take your food home in with, with restaurants or you have plastic plates or paper plates at home. And there's a time and place that we recognize people are going to turn to those items. It's just a matter of making sure that people know then where they go. And and a lot of times there's a confusion around those being recyclable things, and they're not. Unfortunately, if you're going to use paper towels or plastic um, plates, you need to put them in your in your garbage when you're done with them. Okay. All right. And a lot of that's probably has to do with the same kind of getting gunk on them and they're dirty. You don't, that's, that, that you don't want that. You don't need that in your machines, right? Yeah, right. there's just no quality of value there of those materials. Okay, so always, again, tell them where they, I mean, I, w- I was on their website this morning. I found it very easy to navigate. What is the website again? Go to whereitshouldgo.com, and that will give you all those answers. And if you're one of the wishful recyclers, right, that you're talking about, some of them that want it to go into recycling, <laughs> um, but it really shouldn't, this will spell that out for okay. you, that website. Okay, all right. And then just your regular website, do you have a Metro Waste Authority website? Yep, so that is, our, that is our Metro Waste Authority website where it should go.com okay. and then we also are very active on Facebook and Twitter and love to engage with people and have good conversations there as you well. guys got the energy and I meant at the passion and I think that's important because we need to be educated on these things we're gonna learn next time you come in about the actual costs again not magical fairy dust that gets rid of this garbage for us but actual costs and behind the scenes a little bit right absolutely and a new facility we're looking at building and some of the cost of that uh, to continue sustainable recycling Yes, thank you so much. It's always a good show. Our guest today, Leslie Earlbeck and Michael McCoy with the MWA Metro Waste Authority. Happy summer. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.